Welcome back to The Perfect Fit. On today's episode, Benj and I dive into the subject of weight loss challenges. I'm sure at some point you have either tried one or maybe you have known someone who has been on some of these, uh, but we touch on some of the more popular ones such as Whole30, 75 Hard, and even talk a little bit about juice cleanses for weight loss. We also get into the topic of the pros and cons of weight loss challenges. Uh, does one outweigh the other, and are they really worth your time? I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Uh, please remember to subscribe, share this podcast with friends and family, and leave us a review. If you have any questions or any other topics that you would like us to cover, both of our Instagrams and emails will be in the description of this podcast. Please send us a message if you have any questions or comments. Hope you enjoy. Hello, sir. Hey, hey. How goes it? Going well. I was not sure if I was like able to actually join this video at first or not. It was kind of acting up on me. It's all good. Long time no see. How are things? Yeah, it's been a while. Good. We both just, you just went to the beach, right? Yeah, a few days, like three days. Nice. Much, much needed, to be honest with you. Yeah. Just a little physical, mental, you know, checkout, so... You guys were gone. You guys were gone this weekend. So yeah, we went up to the mountains. But you've had a lot of changes to your gym situation. Has that panned Ooh. out a bit? Or yeah, it's been a crazy, honestly, couple months, or maybe really just the last month. Uh, but currently doing a like trial period at another gym, and I think that's the gym that I'm going to end up going to. Uh, it's got everything and then some. So nice. Oh, good. <laughs> You know, clients like it uh, enough. It's definitely nothing is going to match like the aesthetics of the last gym. I mean, this is one of the nicest gyms I've ever been in. Yeah. Uh, so you're taking a step down as far as that is concerned. But with as far as like equipment and what this gym has, it's like three to four times as much as what I'm coming from. So that's a plus. So there's more, more options, more opportunity to be creative and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'll probably officially be starting there, I think, next week or next month. So. Okay, cool. Well, hey, at least something worked out. Yeah, yeah. Stressful times. Yeah, no, I'm sure. Stressful times. But, all right, so today's podcast is, I believe it is actually started from a question that someone I had for you about addressing a certain uh, weight loss diet challenge. Yep. And so we wanted to kind of do a podcast on that. Uh, we're going to go over a couple specific examples, but then talk some, talk about pros and cons of those things and um, just dive into that. Uh, so the first one that we want to address is juice cleanses, detox cleanses. Right. Whether it's for the cleanse purpose or the weight loss purpose, I mean, I think most people probably do it for both. Um, but for a, we can just look at it, I guess, from both sides. All right. So, has any of your clients done one or asked you about them or anything like that? Uh, I definitely questions about them. Um, it comes every once in a while. It's, and here's like the scenario. It's kind of like. We just went away for, you went to the beach, I went to the mountains. 
that's whenever people usually come back and say, Hey, I might just do a little cleanse this weekend or something. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. that's when, you know, around the holidays, that's whenever it usually comes up, that conversation comes up. I don't believe anybody's snuck and done that kind of behind my back. It would be pretty <laughs> obvious. What about your, like, have you had people try that out? I have not for those reasons though. I, I think mine, it was more of like an alcohol cleanse. It was oh. like, you know, you know, take a break from that. And there was like a specific, I don't really know what it was, but they mentioned it. All right. Um, you know, how they spend their money and whatever is their choice and their decision. Right. Uh, but I've never had any ask uh, as far as like specifically for weight loss or right. any, anything like that. Um, but basically juice cleanses, a lot of people, like you said, around the time that maybe they go on vacation, crazy binges aren't eating healthy. They're like, Oh, I need to somehow flush out, clean out my system uh, from all the junk that I just ate. Uh, and a lot of it also, they talk about, you know, clean out toxins. Yeah, toxins. Yeah, toxins and stuff like that. First of all, um, that's what your liver and your kidneys are doing for you already. And you don't need another substance to put in your body that's going to do that for you, mm -hmm. right? It's, it's not going to do anything. And if you, if you aren't, like if you aren't, you know, already, if your body isn't already doing that for you, then you've got some issues and you need to go to a doctor to figure that out. Uh, some little juice cleanse is not going to automatically fix that for you, right? Uh, so that would be one of the things I think people need to realize is that your body does a pretty awesome job of that for you already. Uh, you don't need a drink to miraculously flush all the toxins from your system. Yeah. It's not like by overeating for a weekend, your, your liver, your kidneys took a step backwards, like... Like you said, there's a, there's an obvious problem to go see a doctor, but it's not like you yeah. something to help speed that up all of a sudden. Yeah. And then I think like uh, weight loss wise, a lot of these juices are going to be super low calorie. They probably have like zero protein in them, right? So you're not getting protein, uh, which is important for you. And then as far as the weight that you're losing, probably a lot of it's going to be water. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of it is going to be, <laughs> you're going to flush out your system. All right. You're going to be sitting on the toilet probably for, because of, as a result of drinking these juices, which is a lot of people don't tell that part of it because, you know, you talk to a lot of people who do these things. They're like, oh. you know, that was a massive side effect <laughs> of it. Right. So they were, you know, and it's like, ah, that's not really healthy for you either. Uh, so as far as the weight loss goes, a lot of that's just going to be water and, you know, your gut is just going to be cleared out. Yep. And it's so like on that, people will immediately jump to, well, that is like I'm losing weight. But as soon as you go back to eating just healthy, good carbs, vegetables, um, your that weight's going to come back like your body. You're going to naturally carry some weight with you all the time whenever your stomach is full. So flushing it all out. Yeah, you might see the scale go down two pounds after a crazy week, seven pounds, eight pounds. Yeah. Give it one more week of normal eating, healthy eating. Be right back. And, and you know, that's kind of like my suggestion. when People even mention that it's like, OK, first of all, you don't need to waste your money on this 10 day cleanse that you want to do. 
there are much healthier and sustainable options out there, right? So if you're looking to, you know, so-called clean up your diet and your system, just start by one, you know, going back to eating healthy if you were before and you're coming off a binge or a vacation or something like that, adding in plenty of water, hydrating, and then especially your fruits and vegetables, you know, with the fiber content, uh, that's what you need to be doing instead of wasting your money, hundreds of dollars potentially on 10 days worth of juice, celery juice, right? Yep. And you, you look some of these up too. Like I know we have, they'll be like 20 and 30 bucks for a case of two drinks. Um, and if you get like a seven day supply, like it's very expensive. It can be in the hundreds of dollars for just a seven day. Oh, it's, and easily, it's, yeah, easily spending up to two, 300 bucks for, you know, a week or two weeks worth of juice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Which is, it, and they aren't really giving you like that much of, of an amazing nutritional content either. If you do look at the nutritional value on a lot of those, like the sugars are ridiculous. Yeah. You know, in the things, it's like 20 plus grams of sugar or, you know, whatever. There's probably a lot of added stuff in there besides all the fruits and veggies that they put in there. And the, you know, the spices and whatnot, cayenne pepper and all that kind of stuff. Um, yep. And what, what's going to be easier for this person to stick to? Like a five or seven day juice cleanse or doing what you just suggested? Come back, have a serving of protein at every single meal, two fruits, three vegetables a day. Like you're going to feel more full yeah. rather than drinking all of your calories for the next seven days. And this is going to help you ease back into what you should be doing either way. So yeah. it'll, it'll save you money and the headache of trying to resist all the cravings that are going to come because you're just drinking some juice. Yeah, you're going to feel better. You know, you're going to – that energy is probably going to be there too. Like I've obviously never done a juice cleanse, but I imagine because of the low-calorie content, you, I would imagine your energy would have to be low. Yeah. You know, drinking these things because you're probably – drinking less than 500 calories a day, you know, would be my guess. Uh, so I imagine your energy is probably low too on these things. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just getting back to whole foods, real food, and uh, giving your body what it uh, actually needs. All right, another one that we, and this is the specific one that actually I believe one of your clients or uh, someone that you know brought up, but you want to go ahead and address this one. It's 75 hard. I had never heard of this one before you brought this up. Yeah, that's, that's surprising. I don't know why I knew about this. I don't know. It's a challenge I've seen go around the last couple of years and see like more and more people do. So 75 hard, basically um, 75 days. It's a challenge you go through and you're going to follow these very strict rules. Um, And I've got some written down here, but like you're going to do two workouts a day. One of those workouts has to be outside. You need to be 45 minutes long. So for 75 days, two workouts per day. Um, You're going to follow some sort of diet. It's your choice, but you get to choose your diet follow it seven, five days. No alcohol, yeah. no meals, um, basically drinking a gallon of water per day. And I believe you're supposed to read and journal like 10 pages. And there's an also a little added note on some of these where you're supposed to do something kind or charitable every single day for somebody else. So for oh, 75 really? days, yeah, you're doing m- most likely all these things that you were not doing, you have not been doing for a, a time before but the two workouts per day really that's no, crazy. I, to me that's just my opinion is way too extreme right one 45 minute workout 
45 minute workout a day is is fine yeah. for the majority of people, right? Especially with the busy lives that many of us live, work, kids, family, whatever. Uh, getting in two of those is going to be really difficult. And like you mentioned before, if most of these people aren't already doing these things and you're, you're basically just flipping a switch and going 180, going from very little to all of a sudden two a day workouts for 75 days straight, it's not happening. Yeah. And, 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 I, and one, go ahead, go ahead. Well, see, the way it's set up, too, is, like, it is 75 days straight. If you fail, yeah. like, you're done. You're either starting over or you failed, and that feels great. And that, that was one of the other things I didn't like of the little rules or whatever was, like, if you fail, you basically have to start over. So the 75 days restarts. It's like, look, you and I both know this. We, don't, we never preach perfection, right? It's always consistency. Okay, if you end up missing a day, you don't get workouts in, don't worry about it. Keep going instead of, I failed everything. I have to completely start over again. Like the mental aspect of that to me is not a great message. Yeah, I mean, it just, it teaches that on, you know, all the way on, all the way off mindset again. Like yep. it's that at the day after New Year's where everybody goes all in for a week or two and then, then they stop. Instead of finding the balance, what can I actually do with my life? How am I going to make fitness fit in my life? And this, this kind of a structure, I, I know who basically put it together, CEO of a supplement company, great intentions, I'm sure. Um, but coming from somebody that's taught and trained hundreds, if not thousands of people now, you well, this isn't great. This is not a good idea for most people. No. Um, and it's not something that you're going to continue to carry on for the next 10 and 20 years through your life yeah and don't get me wrong i'm sure people have had success on it absolutely you know, not not you know but for the average person they can't devote themselves to two-day workouts you know all these things uh so that, that's a tough one um next one we're going to talk about is whole 30. i'm sure everybody has heard of whole 30. um it is pretty it is pretty extreme pretty strict uh, I believe some of the things you can't have are grains, no dairy, no alcohol, no added sugar, I believe it is, and then, like, no legumes. Yeah, no beans, basically. Yeah. Stuff like that. <laughs> I mean, that's Which getting rid of a massive, massive <laughs> food groups. <laughs> and then, uh, overall, like, it's pretty low calorie because you just got rid of a lot of those things. Uh, so, it's pretty much like a meat and veggies type kind of uh, yeah you can have stuff like sweet potatoes i believe um and stuff like that uh but still like overall it's pretty uh low calorie as far as that's concerned i will say i do like that it does emphasize whole foods right? yeah it is called whole 30 um i do like that aspect but to me there's nothing wrong obviously with grains dairy eating beans um you know, obviously, we want to l limit the added sugars uh, that we get. We get natural sugars from, you know, fruit, et cetera, and other stuff like that. Um, and then alcohol is, you know, whatever. Um, but, I mean, overall, I've known a lot of people who have had success on it. Uh, but once again, it's pretty strict. It's very short term. Uh, so the rebound from that, a lot of times, there's a lot of kickback. And mm -hmm. a, lot of, a lot of people end up going back to where they were before, before they started the little challenge. Have you had any clients do that? One specifically? 
Ooh, whole 30. I know people that have done this and I know people that have done it and had success. Um, yeah, for sure. But looking at them now, I know exactly what happened afterwards. Maybe for, maybe even for the next 30 days, they kept things running pretty well. Yeah. Long term, all the weights gained back and the habits, no, there was no habit change because you're just following somebody else's template that they told you to follow. Yeah. No, no, not like a specific. I didn't have a client like go through this. I always will challenge my client. Hey, let's eat more whole foods, more nutrient dense. But I'm not going to tell them to not eat grains, beans. Like I can get somebody to eat more beans, probably big improvements there. You know, their food and so yeah, of course. Not. It's and looking at this and 75 hard. Like, why are you losing weight too? And and you said that like if we start eating some protein and fruits and vegetables you're bringing your calorie count down on 75 hard you're bringing your activity levels way way high yeah. you lose weight it's not going to build i mean you're not on his habits though so as soon as you stop and those things set back to either your old habits maybe yeah. you're better off than you were before the weight is slowly slowly coming back you would have been better off figuring out how can this fit my life now? Like, how can I fit fitness into my life? How should I be eating and make slow, steady progress over this 30 day drastic change where it's yeah. nothing. I would That's say it. like too, and it, we'll talk, we'll talk a little bit about this is like the pros and cons of like weight loss challenges. Right. Um, I would say like the pros, even if you can say these are pros, it can be a great starting place, I would say, for those who are highly motivated. Yeah. They're ready to jump in. It may, I mean, I'll be honest, it may not be exactly the most healthy, you know, for them. But for a lot of people, it does get them jump started, mm -hmm. you know. And for people who do, I think also these challenges, especially 75 hard, you're, you're almost catering to the people who are like the quote unquote hardcore people. Right. Right. You know, we're going to be really strict. We're going to work out twice, twice a day. You know, we're, we are hardcore people. And I mean, if you like that, that's great. But for most people, it just sets you up for failures. Um, and to me, we'll talk a little bit more about this too, the cons. And we, you've mentioned this multiple times already. What's next? Like what happens after you're done? right? Are you going to rebound and go back to your old habits? Because most of these things do not build new habits. How's that? Russian hackers. <laughs> they got the gas. Now they're yeah. after the <laughs> gas line. They came for the podcast second. They knew they're taking down the health of America just one step at a time. As long as they don't demand $5 million. Yeah. I mean, we're good. <laughs> well. Uh, all right. We were talking about, like, the cons. <laughs> the cons of, uh, of diet challenges. So what happens after the challenge is done? Right? You were mentioning before, a lot of these things don't really build up any habits. They don't help you create or build habits. You're just following someone else's guidelines and most likely you just resort back to doing what you were doing before. Now you may pick up a few, which is great, 
Um, but habits aren't built. It's, it's almost too much at one time, especially that 75 hard one. Like that's a lot of things to take in on the fly. Yep. Water, working out twice a day, you know, doing all these things where most people, they need like one or two habits, focus on those two things and creating those and getting better. Once you have built those, then you move on to something else, right? Trying to juggle five or six, you know, things at one time, that can be difficult for a lot of people. Um, a lot of them are too extreme. Go ahead. I was like, we know this from working with people. If you, you know, you look at how many people you've trained, how long it takes to create change, like an actual habit. This is not a 30 day or even a three month thing. Like, so these, these little templates and challenges, like, like you said, they might, they might give somebody a habit or something short term. Again, tackling 10 major changes at once in a 30 day challenge, like reading, exercising, all that stuff. It is just, it's going to be too much for the average person to actually carry on. Yeah. And, and uh, I think too, like it's, it's too extreme. A lot of these things are too extreme. Uh, so, and they're done often in unhealthy ways, but because they're promoted by, and don't get me wrong, not everyone is trying to push these things for money, but a lot of people are, it's just, Boom, I got my quick 100 bucks. I gave you this. That's, I let you go, you know, as opposed to, you know, to where if one of us were trying to do some type of challenge, it would be more to get people started. And then it's like, all right, now let's work on, you know, creating habits afterwards and get mm -hmm. you uh, work, focus more on the long term than in that short term, you know, 30 days. And, you know, you were talking about habits being built. I mean, I've got some clients to where the light just turned on like four years later. Yep. <laughs> you know, like, it's like we've been telling them these things, you know, for years. And then for some reason, it takes a while for that light to just be like, oh, now I get it. Now I'm doing it. It's like, you know, ah, it's a little frustrating. But I mean, at least it took time and everyone's different. Right. Some are quicker to respond than others. So... Well, that's, going back, I think we said this on a previous podcast, but even saying like, who's the ideal, and I don't want to speak poorly of any kind of client or friend, but it's usually the middle-aged person that has tried so many other things and realize like these extreme challenges are not going to work, diet's not going to work, um, yeah. you know, working out two times a day is not the way to do it. They're the ones, they've been through it, they've seen all the failures, now they know, okay, I need to find a sustainable path. Um, yeah. And that. I mean, that speaks to these challenges. They're just, they're very short term, short focused. And usually the person's right back where they, they started within double the amount of time of the challenge. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we're going to move on. We're going to talk about uh, just kind of, I wouldn't say it's a diet challenge, but it is like a weight loss program that's pretty popular out there. We honestly, we could have chosen a million different ones because they're a there's so many out there. I mean, you just Google it and a ton pop up, right? Ads, et cetera. Uh, I don't even know if I'm going to pronounce this correctly. So forgive me if I slaughter the company name, but Octavia. It sounds, sounds right. good. It sounds oh. right to me. I, I yeah. just, you know how they say, say it like it's spelled. 
That's exactly what I did. Octavia. Yeah. So this was one that I have heard people's experiences from. Uh, it wasn't just a random one, but it is one that has popped up more frequently in the name that I've heard more and more. Uh, so just like a little breakdown of this. Um, you sign up, you get hooked up with a coach, connected with a coach, uh, which I, most of the coaches, from my understanding, are not qualified whatsoever. A coach could be a person who's actually been on their program before, and then the company is just like, congratulations, you've had success, you are now a coach. Mm -hmm. which, which in the fitness world, we see a ton of that. There's not a lot of qualified people. Just because they've experienced something, they all of a sudden become qualified and have some sort of authority to be able to tell other people what to do based off of their own experience. Um, so coaches that aren't qualified is a big one. Uh, they eat these prepackaged meals that they call fuelings. Each one is probably you, you can buy them like in these programs. Uh, I can't remember what one of them was called. It was like the five by one or something like that. And you're basically spending four to 500 bucks every week or excuse me for every three weeks worth of meals. No. They're all, they're, they're all, yeah, they're all prepackaged. Some of them you just add water to like mix it up and eat it or drink it or something like that. I have no idea. Um, but I looked all this stuff up. They claim that their meals have high quality protein, which most of their meals are average, like 10 grams of protein. And honestly, yeah, which is pretty low. Uh, the quality is not that great. And what they, tr what they're trying to do is a lot of their prepackaged meals are, or fuelings, are unhealthy, unhealthy regular meals that they're trying to make healthy, like mac and cheese, you know, and stuff like that. So they're trying to make unhealthy stuff seem healthy. A lot of it, obviously, is going to be highly processed uh, because of this. Um, it's not whole foods focused at all. Um, they do encourage you to, to do what they call a meat and green, I think. Um, so you have one or two meals a day that you do like a protein and a vegetable. That's great. But why can't your whole program be that? Yeah. But then they wouldn't make any money. Yeah. Right. Because they're making, yeah. They're making their money based off of these fuelings. Um, but once you're, it's funny because once your weight loss phase is done and they've, you know, emptied your bank account, they, they, then instead of creating habits, you're solely relying on them. They have what they call the weight management program, which once again, you pay four to 500 bucks for every three weeks for more prepackaged meals. So at this point, it's just a money grab. Yeah. Right? And it's funny on their website, they say like that they're helping you build a little habit at a time. The only habit that they're helping you with is emptying your bank bank account every three weeks of 500 bucks. Yeah. You know, so, and I've heard it, people's personal experiences from that. Um, some of them have said that the coaches don't uh, encourage exercise. It's just eat these prepackaged meals, which I assume are probably overall 
uh, very low calorie. Like your overall daily calorie intake is probably pretty low. Your protein is probably pretty low. Uh, but they're just stealing your money every three weeks, 500 bucks at a time for coaches who are probably making a profit off of, oh, yeah. you know, not only the company, but the coaches are making commission off of this. Absolutely. It's just one big pyramid scheme. Yep. But these companies are making millions of dollars because people don't do research. They just look for the quick fix and they are willing to throw their money away on something that isn't valuable and is not actually helping them learn anything or teaching them anything as opposed to maybe spending that money on a trainer who could be qualified or a coach who could be qualified to teach you these things and ha give you success long-term as opposed to just relying on prepackaged foods as your nutrition. It's, if you know, you put a before and after picture next to any product, like you can sell anything at that point. Really? That, really? The thing that bothers me with that is the whole, the coach system too. Like you and I, like whenever we, whenever we started training, like I didn't know half as what, of what I know oh. now. Yeah. Uh, but if you just somebody has success with losing weight, you say you're a coach now. Like that is so foolish, and that's dangerous to the person that they could be leading. Um, yeah. Big chain gyms, and that's one of the biggest things I look back and laugh at now is like a CEO or some top, you know, regional manager would come in. They say, "Hey, your client that lost fifty pounds, see if they want to come on board and be a trainer." Like that's that's an amazing story. And I'm like that, that guy's like a veterinarian or something like. Just because somebody yeah, right. doesn't mean that they're going to be able to right. Again, it's feed in a healthy way. Dozens yeah. of people. Um, yeah. And then you do this all through like an online service where nobody's checking to see who yeah. these people are. And you're just calling. Yeah. There's no accountability. Very uh, And that is, that is one frustrating thing about this industry is – you know, we are trainers, we had to go through getting a certification, etc. Uh, but we're also super passionate about this. So we've continued to learn and we've wanted to get better and we continue to want to get better. But it is, I wish that there was a better filtering system, because it is so easy to get a personal training certification. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, it, you don't have to be qualified whatsoever, have any interest in it. You know, you don't even have to take college course or go to, you know, have an exercise science major and you can easily pass a personal training exam and become a trainer and then, you know, spew out all sorts of, you know, yeah. terrible information and just make money. Right. Uh, whether you do it in person or through online services, uh, you know, so that is one thing that is frustrating. And now it's just now companies are taking advantages of that creating the, their whole revenue off of this and just anybody can give out information and that person's making money off of it. And they, I, I assume they don't feel bad about it. <laughs> you know, no. they don't care. They're making a couple hundred bucks a month or whatever it is, thousands. Uh, so that is one frustrating thing about this industry is the, the filtering system and how easy it is to become a quote unquote expert in this field. You see it even on the biggest stage. Like I don't go off this road too far, but um, the biggest loser, the trainers that they brought on there in the most recent, you know, couple of years, AKA Steve Cook, Steve Cook. Um, what was the girl's name? She basically had lost a ton of weight. I'm sure, I'm sure she's an excellent person, you know, had good intentions and everything, but 
not having the education, understanding of how to teach nutrition, like what would be safe for these people, for this timeline, what happens after yeah. the show, none of that's taken into consideration. It's like, hey, this person lost 100 pounds and they look great now. And then you put them in charge of a TV show that's reaching millions of people. Oh, yeah. And it, you, you see it everywhere. But unfortunately, like with this one, Octavia, as you point out, that pyramid scheme, just signing, just selling meal plans. One thing I always tell even the people I bring on, I'll coach you forever if you want to. I've got uh, a few people have been with me now for across seven years, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, they do it more because they like that companionship, the content. But I always tell people, there should be an out for what you're purchasing in health. I should be teaching you how to do this on your own. And if I'm not that or coach that you're signing up for is not that, not a good coach. It's a system, yeah. the, the meal prep, if, if it's not helping you learn how to cook and prep on your own, they're just wanting to keep you subscribing years and years. So eventually you're not going to be able to afford that service. And then you'll be right yeah. back. Are. There should always be an out. You should always be gaining some sort of education thing you are purchasing, um, whether it's yeah. your or your meal plan. Um, but and like, go ahead. Not to say like if you don't see an end to it, the end is that you are all subscribed to this service. Get out. Get out quick. And it's and it's almost always like a compliment on our side. Like, yeah, we we may take a hit financially because someone leaves, but like it's almost like all right. I gave them the tools and they're confident enough now to go out on their own and do this on their own. Like that's awesome coming from our angle because it's like, Hey, you've taken a lot of the things that have taught you and applied it. And now you're just going to go, you feel like you're confident enough to go do it on your own. And like, that makes us feel good. Right. That's something that you've, you've truly been able to help change. Yeah, absolutely. You've had a big impact in their life. And when they feel like, Hey, my time is done like that. That's honestly, it's, it's some people take it personally, but it's honestly more of a compliment than it is like a personal uh, blow or anything like that. All right. Anything else that you want to mention real quick before we wrap it up? That was just a quick, I think, uh, you know, we've talked a lot about habits. We're probably going to have to do a podcast on habits. Yeah. Uh, to, be, to be honest with you, because uh, I don't know how many times I talk about that daily with my own clients. Right and how important it is. Uh, so we may have to do it. Yeah, we should. That's a good idea. I, yeah. The the one thing I would say, like this is a popular time of the year to see challenges, um, launches. Jim, yeah. know that your motivation for um, beginning has just dropped off. So they know yeah. that's coming. You'll see a lot more challenges right now. Bikini season. I exactly for for some of us. Uh, <laughs> I, I say like. What what is the biggest thing that you're struggling with right now with sticking to working out and healthy? And I had this conversation just today with several clients that we have Memorial Day coming up. Could mm -hmm. you that challenge and stick to it? 75 hard, whole 30, whatever it is, and enjoy your Memorial Day weekend, whatever it is, picnic, drinks, ice cream? No. No. You're going to have birthday parties, 4th of July, all these other things. You are better off figuring out how to fit fitness into your life with a balance. Now, just signing up for never, another one of these challenges, in my opinion. And yeah, yeah, no totally agree. Coaching hundreds of people, I'm telling you, general population, that, that you'd be better off doing it that way. Yeah. 
longevity and sustainability. That is the key. It's, I don't know if you, just real quick, I don't know if you've ever read the book uh, Atomic Habits by James Clear. I'm in chapter, I'm, I'm in the middle of it. Total, everybody out there, totally recommend you read that. You know, it talks about it's the tiny changes that make, like, the incredible results, mm -hmm. right? And how to build habits and how to break out of the old, you know, the bad habits that you have. Totally recommend that book to anybody. Come on. Yeah. But we'll have to do another podcast on that uh, just in general anyways, because uh, I think that'd be a good one to go over. So, all right. Is that it? Anything else you want to say? I'm good. Looking forward to the next one. Yeah. It's felt like it's been a while since this, this but it's a month and like a few days, actually, yep. since the last podcast. So, all right, man. Well, thanks for joining me once again, and we will catch you next time.